Welcome everybody to the very first episode of the Beta Report. Beta Report. Beta Report. Beta Report. Beta. I am one of your co-hosts, Jeff, and I'll let the other guys introduce themselves. What up, guys? This is Uno. Que pasa, niños? This is JVN. Que onda, mi gente? It's Louis. This ain't no Chunti podcast, no, though, everybody. I don't know why we're not Spanish just dude. came out out of nowhere, but... Give me some time. You'll, you'll yeah. see at the end. Oh, okay, I get it. I get it. So, a uh, little behind-the-scenes kind of thing. This is a podcast that's been in the making for over a year. And not because we've been planning for over a year. It's just that we're mad lazy and... Um, and mad procrastinators. And mad procrastinators. So, this is going to be the least prepared podcast that you've ever heard in your life. If but you speak for yourself. Oh, that's true. I'm a daddy. <laughs> wait, I'm a dad too, dummy. Hey, wait a minute. I'm a dad too. Uh, I'm not. Too. <clears throat> it's my fault. Ooh, well, uh, Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> but though, uh, hopefully um, we can get you guys to uh, come over every week, join us for just uh, talking about uh, stuff that's out there, but uh, mainly about uh, stuff that we like and hopefully you guys like. Video games, movies, sports. And uh, hopefully uh, it's something that will be entertaining for you guys. So we're just a bunch of regular Joes, Joe Schmoes. And, uh, I'm extraordinary. Excuse you. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I said, Joes, regular Joes. But no, it's, uh, hopefully we can have a good time and just, you know, just laughing and talking. And, for uh, sure. For sure, man. So Reminiscing. Yeah. I know. First of all, I just want to apologize because there might be a lot of obscure uh, like Jokes. childhood references, and we'll try to keep those to a minimum, but it's just, I can't not look at Louis' nose and see all the little sweat <laughs> bubbles there and not remember our childhood and just recognize how fat he is right now. <laughs> Some more background stuff here. Louis, um, Uno, and Jay all grew up together. Uh, Jay's my brother, so I saw these guys grow up. So there's a lot of uh, brotherhood in this room here. So uh, hopefully we can <clears throat> transcend that to you guys and just have you part of our family over here. So Nice. I like that. like that, right? We want everybody part segue. of the Beta Report family. Beta Report family. Um, and at the end of the show, we'll give you guys where you guys can, can talk to us. We want you guys to interact with us, too. Uh, we're out there in uh, social media, which is the thing where all the young kids are doing, right? Yeah, the, uh, tweeting and tw- twatted. Tweeting and twatting. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I don't know about that one, but I just tweet. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll give you all our information. We want you guys and swipe. to reach out to us. Uh, get on our Facebook and Clicking not on our Facebook, but get on our yeah. <laughs> get on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, all out there. So we want to hear from you guys. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, if you guys have suggestions, this is a podcast that's going to be evolving. So there'll be things that work, the things that probably don't. Hopefully, uh, most of it does. But we'll see. If we have to change everything, we will. But we want to just be entertaining. So if we have to kick out Louis, then we'll do that. We'll do that. If that's what you guys ask, we will do that. And in Spanish, it's a Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, y Snapchat, Snapchat, <laughs> Instagram. A la gran. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, with that said, anybody else want to say anything else before we start off? Nah, dude, let's do it. Let's do let's it. Get into so, it. One of the things we want to start off is want to give you guys what we think <laughs> about some of our headlines. So, some of the headlines that I got, uh, we'll talk about right now. Right, and uh, over the weekend, the Rockets acquired Ty Lawson. Uh, they um, acquired Ty Lawson for some 
Uh, Garbage. Gar- non-guaranteed contracts. I'm going to try to say this guy's name. Costas, Costas Papanicalo. Nice. What the heck? Nice. <laughs> I, like, I like some Costa people <laughs> with some hummus and uh, uh, shawarma. Pablo Prigioni, uh, Joey Dorsey, Nick Johnson, and a future first-round pick. I don't know any of these guys Damn. other than Costas. They got all the... All those fools for, for hey, Ty Dor- Dorsey Ty was Dorsey was really good for the Cowboys, dude. The, so. Dude, that fool is gonna be Not in like rehab for like sport. the next like year though. Who Lawson? Yeah, Ty Dorsey. Lawson, dude. Yeah, I don't know about a year, he but was yeah, with the Nuggets he's, before, right? Yes, fool. We uh, just said yeah, that. you know, I think Ty Lawson's a good player. It's just the question is, do the Rockets have the infrastructure to like keep him from messing up like Bloomberg? So you know what infrastructure means? Can't even say it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I'm not the one like, that knows what it means. Meaning, do they have like the culture? Wi-Fi. <laughs> 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 meaning, like, do they have like the culture, like the the head coach, like there's a team camaraderie, like the no, front you, office. You have Dwight Howard. There cannot be team. Camaraderie. That's what I'm saying. There isn't any. Like, I'm kind of like, eh. Because remember how James Hart when they traded Chandler Parsons. James Harden was like, well, all you need to worry about is me and Dwight. And it kind of, kind of, kind of, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, You know, there's no doubt they got better having Ty Lawson because he's a pretty solid point guard. Um, But the problem is now is can he get his head together? You know, this is his his second DUI he had also. So obviously Denver Nuggets wanted to get away from that. So, I mean, they're in the already packed uh, West is uh, Ty Lawson like a true point guard? Is he yeah, like, he's, he's yeah. a PG, dude. Yeah. yeah, he's a true point guard. Yeah. But even besides that, though, I mean, they no, still have. No, I'm just thinking of because uh, they have Patrick Beverly too. Yeah, don't who's they? legit. That's what I was about to say. So that's what a, I was like, oh, I don't know. Is he like a two way guard too? Or nah, he can they're, like... they're probably gonna split time. But you know how Patrick Beverly got hurt last season. Yeah. And then after that, like, who was their point guard? Like, I don't, I don't know. even I don't know. Right now. So yeah. like. You know, like maybe that he could just be like an insurance policy. You know, that's true. At, yeah. at like the cost of nothing, you know. He's pretty solid. I think he's pretty solid. Yeah. So it, it it it's a it's a good pickup for them, obviously. And you know, these guys are just non guaranteed contracts. Some guys I don't even know, but uh, you know, the first round pick always hurts though too because you always want to stack up on assets too. So, but that's that's not a big deal. I Unless think. you're contending, I think if you're contending, like screw that. 22 pick, you know what I mean? Or that 18 no, right. pick, yeah. you know? Screw that. The Houston Rockets are always somebody who I don't think will get very far. Yeah, dude. I, I feel like to win a championship, you need, like, a killer, dude. Yeah. Like, so and you, compare, you can compare the Rockets to the Clippers, right? Because the Clippers, with the stack team they have, they'll never make it to the finals. Dude, I mean, well, they, I think you have to wait and see on that one because – but. Like, you've seen a, a lot of their players are coming back, the Clippers, um, talking about the Clippers, uh, and none of them have really shown, like, that killer instinct, other than Chris Paul. But obviously, yeah. as no, you see, he didn't Paul. win it. He couldn't win it himself. Like, he needs other people to I mean, step Blake up. Griffin. And hopefully, like, Paul Pierce can do that. Hopefully, Lance Stevenson can do something, too. But I don't know, man. That's Look, there's no doubt the Clippers got loaded this offseason. Yeah, they did. Anything, they got loaded offseason. First, that whole... DeAndre Jordan debacle, which is embarrassing to me. I just, which was awesome. It was awesome on Twitter. I like to the, see Mark Cuban suffer. <laughs> the emoji battle. <laughs> I know, douche. as a Laker fan and uh, just a, um, uh, to let you guys know, we're mostly here Laker fans, but, uh, and, and that's where we don't like Mark Cuban. 
uh, a disclosure is what I wanted to say. Or the Clippers. Laker fans, but um, yeah, or the Clippers. Yeah. You yeah, but like the, Clippers. the Clippers do good. It's kind of like your little brother graduating from no, elementary. It's not. <laughs> yeah, as as my brother can probably say, he hates me, and he'll always <laughs> hate the little brother. I'm just kidding. Never. Just <laughs> no, but uh, seriously, the um, yeah, I, I hated. I hate what Mark Cuban always does. The Lakers, and what he always you know throws those little jabs, especially when when uh, Phil Jackson was here. But that whole thing with DeAndre Jordan to me was so embarrassing. It's so like he could have been just a man and just said, call him Mark Cuban, say, hey, I'm not going instead of just not answering his calls. But anyways, besides the point, that's a, a debate for some other time. But they got loaded. DeAndre Jordan's coming back. Um, they got Lance Stevenson. They got Paul Pierce. And they picked up Josh Smith not, uh, just True, uh, last week. So, Jay no, Smooth. Jay Smooth. So now they, they're loaded. They're loaded. And they got a really good team. So... Um, you know, you, you gotta watch out, and then the whole West is just packed. So yeah, because uh, the, the Spurs, just, dude. Yeah, and the Spurs, yeah, dude. That Spurs team is disgusting now, dude. It's stupid. It's, they got because they got Lamar. They got all their players back, pretty much like everyone. Uh, and then they got going with them. Yeah, yeah, and then they got that dude. They got L.A. They got Lamarcus Aldridge and, and they got David, David West. West. Yeah, and they got David West yeah. too. From uh, Indiana. 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 Yeah. That's dude, right. that guy, and he took less money too. Like almost ten million. He took like less. a mil. And just like a mill. I feel uh, over like eleven. I feel like someone who does that is gonna do everything he can to win. So that's scary to me because it's like, obviously he's not there for the money, so he's not just gonna coast through the season like that dude. Tim Duck is gonna be like that is gonna play for blood, dude. It's gonna be sick. Hey David, you wanna win championship? Gotta wash my car, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but anyways, that's uh, that's the uh, Tim Duncan's low key Debo. That was like <laughs> Debo. I do. Give me your chain, fool. <laughs> Wendy's it's about punk. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy's chips, homie. Exactly. Um, the um, uh, move on to the next thing. Zach Granke extended his scoreless innings to forty-three and two-thirds, and his uh, ERA is now to one point three zero. Best in uh, the majors, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Granke hasn't given up a run since June thirteenth. Just think about that. Since June 13, he hasn't given up a run. Um, and the current record, of course, is by another Dodger. You guys remember who? Yeah, it's Oral Hirschheiser. Oral Hirschheiser, the Bulldog. Hirschheiser. 59 scoreless innings. So, obviously, he's still a ways off from that, but it's kind of, you know, kind of cool that we're experiencing some history right now with Grinky uh, at 43 and zero innings. And, uh, and Clayton Kershaw's waking up, too. I'm glad. Just in time. But... Um, but anyways, yeah, that's uh, uh, what's going on in some of the baseball world at the moment. Dude, even that, though, like, how, uh, like, you know, when you have Granky and Kershaw, like, is it like a one-two punch? Or is it more of like a one-in-one punch? Like, are they now on the same level? Or is Kershaw still, you know, the ace of the team? I don't know. How do you guys see that? I wanted well, to say before we kind of dive into that, I feel bad for Granky, dude. It's like he comes home with straight A's, and everyone's like, oh, man, Clayton Kershaw came home with one B. And everybody just talks about, like, Clayton Kershaw. I feel bad for that guy. He's like, so you think I, he, I think even, like, in this, in this streak, like, he's, he's still going to be, he's still gonna be in I don't think so. Kershaw's shadow? I don't think no. so. He, he's getting mad respect right now. Uh, I mean, Granky's being... Compared to you know, I mean, they're t- they're putting them in the same sentence with Earl Hershiser in terms of the his, same his conversation. Record and stuff. Yeah, and and I mean, he's not obviously um, 
they're, they're different, but I mean, Granky's he's being recognized uh, as one of the best pitchers in baseball right now. Yeah. And obviously, yeah, you're right. Kershaw is still being discussed as the the best pitcher in all of baseball. Yeah. You know? And uh, even though he's had a bad start, uh, but right now I think in his last uh, six starts, he's he's won his last six starts and. Um, he's just dominating. He's just dominating. I invite everybody to just go on and look at the last uh, game with the Mets, and you'll see he's just sick pitching, man. It's just yeah, was it he's 14 incredible. strikeouts, right? Yeah, yeah. But some of the balls when you see, you're Doma. like, oh my goodness, dude! That, just the way he controls that is it's pretty amazing. But, but yeah, Granky, you know, have you heard? Have you guys heard of some of his uh, interviews? He's yeah, hilarious. He's, yeah, because he's got like dude. no personality. He's like. Sutter from the Kings, you know, he asked him something. <laughs> nice. He's just so like deadpan and everything, you know. But, but it's still, it's uh, it's it's kind of cool the way uh, uh, Grinky's pitching right now. It's very good. So, but uh, on to something else. Uh, moving away a little bit from sports, the Emmys were announced this uh, past week, um, and uh, of course, some of the same kind of uh, series that you see. The uh, usual suspects. Uh, usual suspects. Outstanding comedy series, Modern Family, Parks and Rec. Uh, Silicon Valley, Transparent, Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, Beep, and Louie. Yes, Louie, you have your own show. Nice. Isn't Maybe. it great like that some of these stream-only shows are getting nominated? I think that's kind of dope. That's pretty awesome. I do, for yeah. sure. And the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, if I you guys haven't show. seen it, you need to watch it. What's it on? Unbreakable. Um, it's on Netflix. It's probably got, got one of the best uh, theme songs. Yeah, go out and see it. It's actually pretty awesome, but uh, yeah, that's a good show. I don't, I don't think you'll win. I think it's going to be between uh, Veep and Transparent. And Transparent last year just kind of swept uh, the comedy stuff, and, and Tambor, uh, Jeffrey Tambor, won. I think that for leading. Actor. Do you think Modern Family is going to take it? Um, they, they, I think last year was the first year they didn't win. I think it was Transparent that won. So oh, really? That's why, yeah, I know Modern yeah, Family's dude. been dominating it. Al Bundy, uh, where you at, homie? Hey, and guys, Louis, I want to guys... introduce. I want to introduce a. Uh, uh, segment to the beta report. I just want to. I just. I just think we should give a round of applause to Al Bundy for being dominant for like three decades. I shake my yeah. <laughs> I can never put my hand down my pants. <laughs> the man yep. scored five touchdowns in one game, guys. Come on now. I know. Of course he can dominate. Hey, so wait, what shows are the ones that are only on Netflix? Uh, the ones that are nominated there is uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, that's on Netflix. That's on Netflix. The only one. Yeah. On, um, but I know that Orange is the New Black got a bunch of nominations, and that sucks. Um, <laughs> it, it did. Let me, I'm just going to the, read the main ones. I think there's a, obviously a whole bunch of uh, Emmy nominations, but I'll just lead, uh, read some of them. The lead actress in a comedy role was Lily Tomlin for Grace and Frankie. Amy Schumer, who's just been exploding right now. Uh, inside Amy Schumer. It's kind of cool because it's a sketch comedy, so it's not really a regular kind of sitcom, but mm. uh, it's kind of cool that she got nominated for that. Edie Falco for Nurse Jackie, Amy Poehler, Parks and Rec, Lisa Kudrow, The Comeback. What is that? Is that even a show? I don't even know what yeah, that is. I've never seen that before. Uh, and Julia Lewis-Dreyfus. Julia Lewis-Dreyfus for Veep, which I always hear. I haven't, I've watched a few episodes, but a lot of people really like that show. Um, and outstanding lead actor in a comedy series, Anthony Anderson for Blackish, Matt LeBlanc episodes. Again, something else I've never even heard of. 
Dude, um, these uh, <laughs> these freaking friends. ex friend stars are like striking yeah. out, dude. I know, what the heck, you know? But who knows? Don Cheadle, uh, House of Lies, uh, Louis C.K. Louis, William H. Macy for Shameless, Will Forte, The Last Man on Earth, and Jeffrey Tambor for Transparent. Outstanding drama series. Uh, most of the uh, same ones you've heard before. Uh, I don't think there's anything new on there. That's where Orange is the New Black is on, and that's also on Netflix, Louis. Uh, and then what's, what do we have here? Lead actress, Claire Danes, Viola Davis, Tara, Taraji P. Henson for Empire. Did you guys ever watch that? Yeah, I saw it. It was good. Wait, did, did you guys watch Orange is the New Black? Or do yeah. you guys watch it? Yeah, I've watched it. It's I don't know. Good. I don't like it. It starts off too kind of cheesy. I heard it gets a little bit darker. It does. It's, it, it's one of those, uh, yeah, you can call it a dark comedy, I guess. Uh, this last season was actually pretty funny. I think it started going, going a little bit more into comedy. Mm. Um, but the one that I really like, and if you guys haven't been watching it, really recommend you guys watch it, is uh, Tatiana Maslany for Orphan Black. You guys ever oh, watched I've that? heard of it. Yeah. She, um, Tatiana Maslany plays different clones, yeah. and she does an amazing job. She really does. She, she, she plays, like, uh, different characters. But they're all clones, you know. They're all clones, but the amazing thing when you see her is that she could play this one character and then this character is playing, is, is impersonating one of her own clones. But it's weird because she's playing this character trippy, who's, who's impersonating someone else. So you don't, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's really like crazy to watch. acting within the acting. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, she's really good. So I, she's been snubbed for the last, I think, three seasons or so. Uh, and a lot of people were like really, you know, Upset about that, and then she's finally on there. But of oh, course, like not even nominated. She did. She barely got nominated. She she got snubbed the last uh, three seasons. This is oh, only snap. the third season. Wait, so. what network is that on? BBC, right? BBC. Oh, I think that's probably why. Like that's network. my suspicion. And huh? what network? BBC. BBC. And of course, Bell Baptist. It's a sci-fi program, and obviously Emmy. Um, what do you call those? Emmy nominators. Dude, speaking about sci-fi. What do you guys think of Pluto's pictures? Um, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot, dude. Let's, let's start the sci-fi segment. <laughs> You're stupid. We'll get there. Well, let me just finish up with this. this Three billion, billion miles idiot. away. No, well, that's fine. They were interesting, actually. Um, yeah, anyway, so they usually are always snubbing anything that's sci-fi, and that's why you always see, you never see The Walking Dead on here. So they, they, again, haven't been nominated for anything. True, dude. Wait, why is The Walking Dead not in there? Because it's sci-fi, Rick. Sci-fi, man. Uh, <laughs> it has to do with that. They, they just don't like it. Damn it, Rick. Make a decision, Rick. Um, Punisher next year. I guess the biggest <laughs> news out of the Emmys is that Game of Thrones got nominated for 24 Game Emmys. of Thrones. Dude. Dude, I'm going back to the whole seasons again. And, okay, I haven't seen the new season, but just in summary... Without any spoilers or any giving away too much, just give me kind of like a... What to expect for season five? Like, is there a new heir to the throne? Do they get that far? Um, uh, people die and people have sex. That's yeah. about pretty much your season five right there. Boobies? That's, that's season one Boobies? through, through five. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I think Jay had it. Well, Jay, go ahead. Well, but you, you've seen it? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, he's giving you a recap. Kidding. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, dude, it's, it's uh, boobies. Okay, check. Blood. Check. And Tai Tai Lannister. Tai Tai. Tai Tai. Tai Tai. The imp. The imp. Pretty much, 
Pretty much the reason I guess you should watch the show is right there. There you go. Watch Thank the you, show. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> the perfect rundown. I just know there's a different, from what I've heard, there's like, a, there's obviously Joffrey's not the rightful king, but there's somebody else out there that was a bastard son. Uh-huh. I don't know who it is yet. Uh-huh. But Go on. Is there, is uh-huh. there, no, there... you you probably missed <laughs> <laughs> you missed it because um, they mentioned it in previous seasons. Right, and I'm going back through season one. I'm going to oh, go just back through, through all of them, okay, to and then get to season five. But I was just, I know there's, I it's obvious, but I just can't. I I don't know if I missed it already or what. But yeah, um, I don't know. Like I don't want to give away too much. Okay, no, no, no don't. But. That should be for another show. Or Hopefully, yeah. we'll get there, dude. Look we'll get up, there we'll get there. We'll a, we, should, we need to have a Game of Thrones dominant episode. Let's well, do it. Yeah, yeah, we could do that one of these days. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, dude, just watch it. Homework. Just watch it, dude. Yeah, just watch it. Well, I've season seen five was the first season where they really, really completely deviated from like the book too. Well, they're running out of material already. That's why. Yeah, they ran That's out of material. Why. So they're. I heard it's like, still a good season though. It was pretty good, I guess. Some people complained, but I thought it was pretty good. It was still good. Yeah, I thought so. There's a lot of uh, cliffhangers at the end, but uh, I guess we'll find out next season. But anyways, I want to move up to the next segment that we wanted to talk about a little bit here is uh, a little bit of debate since this is kind of what we're doing right now. But um, a lot has been said about um, the Lakers pick, you know, the number two pick and what they should have done with that. And did they make the right pick? So we want to kind of discuss a little bit the uh, D'Angelo Russell versus Okafor. Did the Lakers make a mistake? Or was that the right pick for them? Uh, Louis, what do you think? Well, I don't buy. Oh, wait. No, you should go. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, Uno. I should establish my identity as Uno. No, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know too much about this. I, so you guys. Okay, thank you. It. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. So my, I, don't, I don't buy the small ball thing. I know that everyone's kind of hot and bothered about the most recent uh, championship team. The Golden State Warriors. The dibs. But I really think that, like, there's no way the Golden State Warriors would beat the Lakers with Shaq or um, the Rockets with Hakeem or even, like, the Spurs with, like, a, like a healthy, dominant Tim, Tim Duncan. Because I kind of feel like, look, at analytics will say, like, you go for the higher percentage shot. You know what I mean? Like, if you got, like, a dominant center with a 60% field goal percentage, like you just feed him the ball, and he's most likely going to get you those two points. Eventually, someone misses the three-pointer. You know, it's just a lower percentage shot. Even, like, a hot three-point shooter, like, you're looking at a 40%, like, shooting percentage, right? Um, I've, I kind of still believe this whole, like, inside-out thing. Like, I think, like, if you could find a dominant center, a dominant post, post player, feed him the ball, eventually teams will have to double-team, and then that center pushes the ball out and, you know, open shots for everybody. Kind of like, you know, maybe I'm biased because that's what I saw work with the Lakers, you know? And my other argument, too, is like no other – there's never been a dynasty outside of the Lakers. There's never been a dynasty that didn't have, like, a dominant low post presence. Like, even, like, most recently with, like, the Lakers, it's like Paul Gasol. You know, even with, like, the Heat, they had the Chris Bosh option. Um, you just look back, and there's always been like a post option, and um, so basically, what you're saying, they made the wrong choice. Yeah, I kind of feel like, uh, well, I mean, 
I kind of feel like, uh, yeah, that's the whole point, right? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I'm not too, I'm, I don't know, like the kind of like the. Uh, but see, the way I took it was that, um, you know, you hear people say that uh, traditionally the Lakers usually uh, traded for a big man because they wanted to make sure and get someone who's tested, someone who they know is going to uh, take the beatings down low and, and can actually produce. Um, I don't know, dude. I feel like I feel like going for Russell uh, kind of like set them up for like a couple of years, um, you know. And and you know, I'm just going based off of what we saw in summer league. Yeah, Okafor was tearing it up and killing it and and doing you know all these crazy things. His numbers were like really good, but um, you know, it kind of goes with what you were saying. It's like he takes the high percentage shot, and it's e it's easy for anyone to just kind of feed him down low. And then I'm not gonna lie, the dude is skilled. But, um, you know, when you watch Russell play, um, it's not his fault that the people he had on his team weren't at his level. Like, he, I saw him making some passes where I was like, dude, that was, like, nice, dude. And you could kind of see, and you, you keep talking, you keep hearing people talk about the dude's vision and how he sees things. And I feel like that dude's IQ, like, once he gets plugged in with, like, other people who are at an advance, like even higher than his level or at his level or whatever, um, you know, we're gonna start seeing good things coming out of him. So I feel like they made the good, the right choice. Um, I like the Hibbert pickup. Uh, the dude, I feel like, has something to play for now. And even though he's, it's gonna be like a tougher conference here, or like the, you know, the teams, the centers he's gonna play against, um, you know, that, that dude's gonna go against Boogie, he's gonna go against uh, Marcus Saul, he's gonna go against Dwight Howard or whatever, but. He's a big boy, dude, and, um, you know, he's been an all-star before. I feel like it was good, man, so I yeah, I like it, dude. I, I like it. Yeah, I would have to agree. I, I, I like the Russell pickup. Um, yeah, I was, I, and I was kind of convinced that the Lakers would take Okafor, um, but uh, just to give you guys some, some numbers, uh, D'Angelo Russell averaged 11.8 points, 5.2 rebounds, and 3.2 assists. And one steal um, in five games during the summer league, and Okafor averaged 18.5 points, 8.5 rebounds, and 1.5 assists, uh, no steals. So, um, blocks? It, Do you have blocks? Uh, one block. Okay. One block, and um, which is not bad. No. You'd expect better though, you know, from from him. But uh, it's it's only five games, first of all. Yeah. Um, what I don't like, the Lakers are running the Princeton offense again, which didn't work with Mike Brown. I'm not sure why they're doing it again. I, you know, I don't like it. Um, but uh, you had to give him some time. I know people are are, um, are a little bit, not panicking, but maybe some are, and thinking they should have picked. But I think they should have. I think they're good with Russell. You know, I think the Lakers had in mind that they were going to pick up a, a big body. Um but uh, it, it didn't work out that way, obviously, this offseason. Uh, but uh, I think that D'Angelo Rosso, if you guys see him passing, see some of the highlights in college of his passing, it's amazing, man. He's very, very good. And uh, I like the pickup. I, 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 I still believe in it. I think uh, um, he's going to do well. Uh, there's a lot of things, like he, I think Jay said, you know, they're, they're setting up for the future. Um, yeah. I don't know if the Lakers are actually looking at a small ball, you know, like all the rages right now, but I think they, they didn't want to pass up on a talent like his where yeah. he's really going to explode in a couple of years. So, And then you got the others, Clarkson and, and uh, Randall, Randall, who fully will, will follow suit. So, Hey, so quick question. 
why why is it that okay Lamarcus Aldridge was a prospect for the Lakers right mm-hmm. um I don't know who else was out there wasn't Stevenson also considered? no he got traded for yeah, it yeah. but like but Greg Monroe but is out there Monroe like, is out there but the what I'm trying to get to is why are all these like why is nobody wanting to come to LA because in your guys' opinion but because the, the Lakers at the moment can't win. I mean, they don't have the assets to, to win at the moment. You know, they'll be okay if, if, you know, some of these guys were to come over. But they won't win right now. You know, the teams, the West is so loaded right now that, you know, the, the, there's teams that are just ready to win. You know, um, the Clippers, the um, uh, Golden State, obviously. Uh Rockets. The Spurs, Rockets—they're just—they—they got uh, the Grizzlies. They all got great talent. You know, the Pelicans are going to start. You know, with with uh, uh, Anthony the, Davis, Anthony Davis, Debrow. Yeah, he's he's yeah. going to start exploding too. And he had a great season last yeah, season. So they got Tyreek Evans, and they have uh, Eric Gordon. Yeah, That's so solid. I was going to say that it's just, it's one of those things where I think LA still trying to sell LA, but I mean, you can now do whatever you know the Hollywood thing or whatever. You know, now you can do that anywhere you anywhere you yeah. are. It's not that big of a draw anymore. To that, it's like what the, a lot of people are now just saying, like, you know, you live your off season here in LA, and and then you know you go win championships somewhere else. So it's really not that hard anymore to to uh, become a star outside of you know Hollywood exactly. or whatever. And I think uh, you know, and and it's not like we're saying something that you guys probably haven't heard, but it's it, I, I think it's worth mentioning that. Um, you know, it's just it, the whole idea of Hollywood and that you come to be a star here or whatever. It's like it doesn't sell anymore. And really what the Lakers have to do is win. And I think they're setting themselves up to do that. A lot of the younger guys now, like Julius Randle. I mean, we didn't talk about him, but that dude is a freaking beast. Like just seeing him play in the summer league, I don't know, it's only a couple of games. And he is coming in like a rookie. Like, unfortunately, you know, he didn't get to play last, all of last season. But, dude, if you watch him play, he just looks like such a bully, dude. Like, yeah. He's just like such a big boy, dude. He's just like running over dudes, and um, I don't know. I think it's just gonna be fun to see that dude go at it, um, uh, kind of like a, I don't know, kind of like a Charles Barkley type of thing, dude. He just looks like a like a big, bully, tough dude out there. Um, so I'm excited to see that, dude. And I think I don't know. I think they're they're getting set up to, you know, make a run at it, you know, in the next couple of years. Um, and that and that's when the free agents are gonna come when they see you know Clarkson, Randall, and and Russell, just you know, tearing it up. Uh, yeah. Look at um, when did um, uh, Steph Curry get uh, drafted? Was uh, it, 2000. Was it 11? No, like 2008, I think. No, that's not that long. Mm, I don't know, actually. Check. I mean, it hasn't been, it's been only like four or five years, I think. So, and obviously he's not this amazing talent now. So, um, I thought, I'd like to say it was like 2010 or 11. I don't know, but the the um, fact checking, fact check. It was fact checking right now, but uh, not fact checking. Louis, you're fact checking, right? Shut up. <laughs> so I, I think the free agents are going to start coming up in, in a couple years. Once two thousand nine, two thousand nine was close. I said two thousand ten. So I said two thousand nine. You said two thousand eight, right? I don't know. We'll okay, rewind. Two thousand seven. But anyway, so um, so yeah, I think I think the consensus in this room is that the Lakers. Didn't do a bad job with D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. I mean, okay, so, like, my – I kind of think, you know, I feel – I still feel like you build inside out. But I do feel like drafting D'Angelo was the better fit. 
Because you would, if you drafted Okafor, you man? had Russell, I mean Randall on the same team, like, it, you know, you kind of clog the front court. Mm-hmm. Like, both those guys need space, you know? So yeah. I think it was, I mean. Plus, we got Robert Sacre, dude. Yeah. Sacre. Robert Sacre. Robert Sacre, dude. He's going to be pounding on those boards, dude. I hate that food so much. He's going to come find you. Sacate. Robert Sacate. I know, dude. I think that's what everybody else says, man. But uh, anyway, so yeah, well, hopefully um, we'll we'll see some good things. But uh, just to think about uh, the Spurs with Lamarcus Aldridge and David West, uh, it, it just hurts. <laughs> we all decided we're gonna be in Dynasty. <laughs> I know, dude. There's a there's a friend of ours, uh, Jesse, Pred, not uh, uh-huh. not fat Jesse, not that guy. Not but, sausage uh, fingers. Not, not sausage fingers. Uh, but our other friend Jesse is probably loving it right now that they have Lamarcus Aldridge. It's a shout out for you, Jesse. Anyway, so um, wait, isn't that fool from Utah? That fool's in Utah. Yeah, that, that guy's not a Utah Jazz fan. Oh really? No, he's not. He's uh, he loves the Spurs. Damn. Carl Malone. Damn, what's Damn. up, Pred? Damn you, Pred. All right. Um, so let's move on to the next thing that I wanted to talk about because a big movie came out this past weekend. Ant Man. Um, Ant Man. So we went to go see Ant Man uh, as a as a uh, beta, beta report, report field trip uh, scouting team scouting team because it wasn't all of us. <laughs> and um, I must say, I was pleasantly surprised, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I kind of expected it to suck just because I thought, you know, Paul Rudd is a hero. You know, like I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I can't help but see Jobin, man. I can't help but yeah, but he's also you got it, Clue, what was his name? Clueless, dude. Pistol Pete. Pistol <laughs> Pete, dude. You know, like he, I, I see him in Clueless, kissing Alicia Silverstone, his stepsister. You know, and that guy was gonna be the next Marvel hero. But it was great. He did a great job. Um, I think the the plot was great. The supporting cast was great. Um, Michael Pena like stole. It was a steam sealer. That guy. He was hilarious. That guy is like a Mexican monument, dude. That he, dude. He is. <laughs> He was amazing, dude. That guy like stole he every did every to you. scene. Yeah. I know, man. I just get so excited. I just get so excited, <laughs> dude. <laughs> was it in Friday? Right? He was in that Friday movie, right? Is yeah, he was Baby Joker. Yeah, right. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, yeah, dude. What the heck? Yeah. I told you already. <laughs> Color for cold and water for hot. <laughs> yeah. He did nothing to you, eh? Who's <laughs> What did he call that? What did he? Oh, what did he say? This is my little Aztec. Or what is it? Yeah. <laughs> little Aztec warrior. This is my Aztec warrior. No grilled cheese. No, <laughs> <laughs> no locked doors. No locked doors. I don't like locked doors around here. <laughs> oh, we can handle it. We're professionals. Uh, he, was, he was funny. He was really good. Dude, I, I, that wasn't Michael Pena, was it? Isn't that Michael Pena? Oh, dude. I don't I think, think so. someone else. Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> look. We just spent <laughs> three minutes stereotyping. Louis, our fat checker. Check yeah, it out, dude. fat checker. Jay's already looking it up. <laughs> Jay's on it. Anyways, I uh, I have to agree. I really liked it. Um, I was looking forward to it. I, you know, it's funny um, when it came out. I was like, oh, it looks pretty good. Obviously, I wasn't as excited as watching like Age of Ultron this year or any of the other Marvel movies. But I still wanted to see it. I'm you know I'm a big uh, comic fan. I used to collect comics when I was younger. Not anymore, but um, always look forward to these Marvel movies. And um, so I was I was hoping it'd be great. It looked good from the trailers, and uh, thankfully. I was uh, I was surprised at how well it was, how yeah. good it was. 
you could see Edgar Wright all over the place in that script. And it was so funny. Um, it's probably um, a... Uh, Just checking in, Michael Pena was not in Friday. <laughs> Hey. Who was that? <laughs> is, that is that racist? Well, that, is kinda, like? that is kind of <laughs> racist, especially so, coming from us because we're not Mexican. But I can all these that. this fool agreed. So, so who is it then? That's <laughs> so in, we're we're in the clear. It's not Michael Michael Pena. Who is? Who well, is let J, let the fact finder <laughs> come back. Big who shout out to Michael Pena. Sorry for. Uh, <laughs> I know we love mistaking you. You were great. <laughs> we love you, man. But he was awesome. Actually, Michael Pena was awesome in that movie. I, I, I think I was saying that uh, this is probably one of, and I don't know if it's, I don't think it's just Paul Rudd, but I think it was a lot to do with the script. But it was one of the Marvel movies that was, you know, a comedy slash heist slash comic book movie. So it was all those three in that. So that was pretty cool that had that heist element, uh, the uh, had the uh, the comedy uh, aspect in there. It was really funny. I think, uh, again, Michael Pena stole that and Really made it funny. I don't think it was so much uh, Paul Rudd. Obviously, he's got that comic timing, and that's what kind of made it funny too. But yeah. Um, did, but I think honestly, the the effects, the uh, um, there was a lot of practical effects in there too, which is cool that they you still do that. And uh, the whole uh, shrinking aspect, and uh, we don't want to give any any spoilers, but there's a, a a battle with a known Avenger in the movie, which is really cool. I think really it was kind of cool. I just want to I just want to jump in really quick. Uh, shout out to Jacob Vargas for playing <laughs> Joker, and uh, next Friday, yeah, uh, Jacob, homie, you did a good job. <laughs> good looking out. Good looking out, Joker. <laughs> Please don't send little Thanks Joker for teaching and baby Joker. Joker. Do my laundry, yeah, little Jacob. Joker, baby Joker. Big shout out to you guys too. We love you guys. Damn, so that wasn't him. Huh? So, I so much thought it was Michael Payne. Hey, so, so Jeff, um, do you remember reading that comic book? Um, Ant Man itself? No, I was. I knew him because I was in the Avengers. Because he's one of the original Avengers. Um, well, actually, I guess you have to you have to clarify that for people who might not be aware that Hank Pym. <laughs> was the original Ant-Man, and he was one of the founding members of the Who Avengers, was? Hank Pym, and they use his Pym particles to, um, that's, what, that's what makes the Ant-Man suit work, which is what makes him shrink, and all that good stuff. And this story actually revolves around Scott Lang, who uh, is the second incarnation of Ant-Man in the comics. So did you read the comic book? Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm reading all this crap off of IMDb right now, or <laughs> Wikipedia, I mean. I'm just tapping into my memory bank from the Mighty Avengers circa 2010. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude. But um, there is like so many moments in this movie. Like we mentioned earlier today, a lot of us are dads. Um, and uh, Louie and I are actually fortunate enough to have baby girls. Um, but there were so many times where I looked at Uno and I was just like, dude, I seriously was at the point of just like shedding a tear. He dude. was. Because that freaking he, little girl was like he was super biting cute. those knuckles. And like, straight up reminded me of my own daughter. And um, so, dude, for dads out there who, uh, you know, want to watch a good Marvel movie, even in that, dude, this was like one of those things where it just kind of like, uh, you know, just uh, made you want to be a better dad and steal stuff. Yeah, but so be a for good dad. reasons. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, I hate you. Yeah, you need to be a better dad, dude. Back it up. You, you seriously need to be you better dad. Back it up. Jeez. Back it up. Look at your Back kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one that wants to have battles with my my little kids over here, dude. Yeah, drum battle. <laughs> Jason, I'm going to call you out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I felt that this with this Marvel movie itself was, was a lot, very family-oriented, because obviously yeah. you got the two 
plot points there with, uh, you know, um, Scott with Michael Lang Douglas and his daughter. And, yeah, and, Hank yeah Pam shout out and to the actress who plays uh, uh, Paul Rudd's daughter. She was great. She yeah. was really good. She yeah, did, she was good. Yeah, really good job. And, Dakota um, Fanning? No, it's not. <laughs> not every little girl's Dakota Fanning, fool. <laughs> and she's like 18 now. <laughs> but uh, um, that, and then you have the Hope uh, Van Dyne and uh, Hank Pym story. So it's very family-oriented in that sense. So, um, uh, again, just a good surprise. We recommend the movie. Highly recommend the movie. Uh, yeah, great. Go out and see it. We give it, uh, what, uh, three? Dude, I'll give it four. Uh, I'll give it three. Nip- report, thumbs up. I'll give it three. Nip- three Louis nipples up for people who who may not know. Louis has three nipples, and yes, um, so we give it three nipples, a full set of nipples from Louis because it was a great movie. Yes. So it is definitely <laughs> worth. It is I'll definitely just, worth watching. I'll just that say it's worth much. buying a ticket for. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to stream this. <laughs> hey, thanks for the invite, guys. Uh, really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome, dude. Yeah, sure. We're, oh, uh, dude, we're glad my that you text didn't send, dude. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you know what? I set up a Facebook, uh, yeah, sure, a, a Facebook event, dude, and you were on there, dude. I don't know why you, you put maybe. That's what you get for not uh, answering our texts and stuff, man. <laughs> no, exactly. you're cool. Why are you crying? <laughs> dude, just kidding, dude. <laughs> it was straight up sweating. Dude. So we're talking about Marvel movies. I want to ask you guys, uh, what are your top five Marvel movies right now? We know we'll start with you. Um, I would have to say, as much as I, it's it's hard to admit, Guardians of the Galaxy is Ooh. number one. Sidebar, talking? real quick story. So about? I want I want to go watch this movie with Jeff and Lou, and when we walked out of the theater, Jeff oh goes, oh hey thanks thanks for the invite guys thanks for the invite on that one guys yeah. Wait, did you come with us? Suck it, Louis. No, remember he, he canceled. He canceled at the oh, last, last minute. Did. Like yeah. always. My wife yeah. won't let me go. Yeah, that's not even true, dude. I didn't wash the dishes. My, so anyway, my daughter we're walking had, out of the had a cold <laughs> no, she, that day. It was the middle of summer. It was. It was it very was. drafty outside. Um, <laughs> it was. You know, she she got this crazy, uh, you know, little kid sickness that kids get, and it was just man. You guys don't know, dude. Go ahead. Louis. All right, Let's, Louis Louis let's uh, so walking out of the the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Jeff says. This is the best Marvel movie ever. And I think I was just Bold. so emotionally attached to the Bold. Avengers that I was like, no way, dude. No way. The Avengers is way better. Let's fast forward. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is the best Marvel movie. I admit defeat. Um, I'd probably say Iron Man, t- the, the original that kind of started this whole movement off. I'd probably put that as number two. Um Captain America's um, Winter Soldier as three, the Avengers as four, and maybe Ant-Man as five. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dang, the newcomer, yeah. dude. Nice. Yeah, dude. I like it. Jay? Dude, I'm like a... Dude, I'm a sucker for the little guy, so... And this isn't going for Ant-Man. I'm talking about Captain America. I'm going Winter Soldier 1... And I'm doing Avengers 2, not Avengers number two, but the first Avengers as number two. Then I could probably do first Iron Man. Uh, I'll do Ant-Man 
throw that bad boy in nice. there. Nice. And then I'll do Guardians of... No, you know what? I'll switch it up. Guardians of the Galaxy, and then I'll do Ant-Man. Nice. So Ant-Man is my solid five. Wow. Okay. Good. Louis? You have uh, five I'll do, um Silver Surfer. <laughs> 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 no, I, I really did like Guardians of the Galaxy. That's probably the last one I've seen. I didn't watch any of the new Avengers. Um, the Punisher with Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wasn't Johnny? Hey, no, not Johnny. I've never What's seen that before. <laughs> What's uh, the guy from Alcatraz? Huh? What? Uh, it's uh, Nicholas Cage. Oh, Nick yeah, Cage? Nicholas Cage. Wasn't he the Punisher? The Rock. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, The Rock. There we go. <laughs> from Alcatraz. Okay, we'll do, we'll do, let's go uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant-Man. You haven't uh, even seen Ant-Man, see man, see man. <laughs> I know, just another reminder, I didn't get invited. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers 1 and 2, uh, The Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, to be honest with you. This I just think Guardians of the Galaxy took it all. They swept it. You got so one, two, I, three, I four, five. Yeah, dude. I can watch it five times and Who I like it each time. The top five <laughs> Marvel <laughs> movies of all time. <laughs> think all about five it. Guardians. 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 Uh, anyways, yeah, I guess uh, I'll have to say because from the beginning, after For I saw, what shirt are you wearing right now, dude? I know. Which I'm a little biased, right? <laughs> I'm wearing my Guardians of the Galaxy T-shirt. Nice. Uh, yes, Guardians of the Galaxy is probably my favorite Marvel movie. Uh, I had a lot of people, you know, argue with me that it's not. How could I say that? And blasphemy, and it should be the Avengers. You but were right, dude. My my thing was that the, the Guardians of the Galaxy had so much heart. That that movie accomplished in one movie what the Avengers had to do with other separate movies. You know, they had to have Thor. We had to have uh, the, Captain the Hulk, America. Captain America, the first Avenger, Iron Man 1, 2, uh, to go ahead and establish this team that you'd care about. And Guardians of the Galaxy did it in one movie within the span of, what, 120 minutes or whatever. That made you care for these characters. That's fact how, check. That's a <laughs> <laughs> fact check. How many minutes? But uh, that's why I liked it. I, I thought it was so well done. And I also kind of graded it on which movie am I going to put in my... Blu-ray player. You know, what movie am I going to be watching the most? Tombstone. And to oh, me, no. uh, uh, aside from that movie, um, I'd probably watch Guardians of the Galaxy. So I had Guardians of the Galaxy up there. Um, number two was uh, The Winter Soldier. I thought that was an sure. awesome movie. They yeah. did such a great job with that. So yeah, it I loved it because they finally let Captain America fight. Yeah. Like, no. It yeah. wasn't something where he was like, I don't know. I feel like he just was so running over police in every cars, other right? in every other movie where he was just kind of like, like just doing parkour. Yeah, <laughs> you're just doing stupid parkour stuff. But hey, this dude, was, this but was nobody like, did parkour like he did. I guess, dude, but all spangly and stuff. I don't, I don't know, know, dude. Andy Bernard gave him a run for his money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so funny parkour. is that Jason, uh, Jason, which is my 14 year old, is just starting to watch. The Office from beginning to end. Oh. He can't believe how funny that is. And he just saw that parkour, uh, parkour episode. Oh, yeah. And I was watching that episode, <laughs> just busting up. Hardcore All right, parkour. Right. Parkour. All right, All right. We're going to go fridge to the trash can to the next fridge <laughs> to the box. So I got the Guardians, uh, the Winter Soldier, um, uh, great. Uh, the Avengers. Uh, the original Iron Man, and uh, to top it off, I put Ant Man up there too. So that's my nice. number five. Can can we throw in a bonus? I want to no. throw in a bonus, dude. Worst Marvel movie. 
Wow, that's got to be. Dude, well, with not counting these, these, I don't know if you guys ever seen like no, the no, original, no, that that one no, Fantastic the, Four that right. never got released no, of the MCU, right? Like, yeah, of, of the current the, crop. Uh, of the current. Uh, MCU? How about we all name it on on three? Because I think we all picked the same one. I don't know, as the worst uh, of this, of this uh, cinematic universe. Yeah, I don't think so. Just dude. Name it on three. Ready? Uh, shoot, I'm trying, I'm trying to think now. Uh, what would be my total worst out of these movies? You go ahead. Go ahead. What do you think? I think it's hands down. Thor. Uh, Oh yeah. Dark World. Dark World. Yeah. Actually, I was gonna say that too. Clearly. Worse only because the other ones are so good. I don't think it was bad. You know, I don't think it was horrible. I don't think any of the Marvel movies actually ended up being that bad or horrible. It's just it ends up being. Boy, I I think of the. In my opinion. Of the others, I think it's like. The weakest one. That's and probably a better way to... Every, everybody keeps talking about Iron Man 2 being really bad, but I mean, I, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I didn't see anything wrong with that it's movie. A, I, I think weak would probably be a, a way to to uh, describe it. Um, and it is. A lot of people say Iron Man 2 is one of the weakest ones. But, but I honestly feel like I can, in my mind, picture uh, what's-his-face freaking... Plato head. I forgot what his name is. Um, uh, Mickey Rourke. I can see that food like him. him. Plato head. Yeah, dude. His <laughs> face looks like it's all like that's right. It's like a big block of like Plato, dude. That people just keep moving around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I can see him. I like. I remember more of him as a villain than whatever the heck that was in Thor: The Dark World. Um, it was the elves. So <laughs> yeah, but it was like you know that you had that one elf that really didn't do anything other than get his face burnt Dark off. Dark elf or something. Yeah. Um, you can't even remember his name, dude. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think that's probably. Yeah, you're right. I think you hit it right, right on the nail. That uh, one of the reasons why it was so weak was the villain was so forgettable. So it was it didn't didn't resonate with everybody. Right. So yeah, I, I and even though they they probably miss on the potential for Iron Man too, like that when he comes out with his uh, Omega Red. You know, whips at the end. Yeah, like, dude, I was like, dude, that could have been so cool. Like, they could have done so much more uh, instead of you know, uh, Iron Man and War Machine fighting off all these drones or whatever. They would have had like one like major battle with what was his name, Whiplash in that movie. Yeah, Whiplash. Mm-hmm. And um, they, I feel like there was some good stuff in part two, like when War Machine's like, I got this. Dude, for for one, the introduction of War Machine. Yeah, I think it's like that in and of itself is like, dude, that's that's freaking legit. When he goes, I got this. It yeah. fires the rocket and then it hits the drone. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> you hit it right on the nail, Jay, with your ham- with your <laughs> Thor hammer. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Louis. Louis, uh, would you consider yourself an expert of uh, Marvel movies? <laughs> I think so. I, no, no, uh, I, I, I consider myself an. Uh, Actually, let me for, actually let me rephrase that. Let's let's move let's move over to another topic. Would you consider yourself an expert in Pluto and yeah, the yeah. new um, uh, photos that? In the photos, you can see the ice mountains. <laughs> Pluto has uh, six moons: Charon, LeBron, LeBron. <laughs> Shaniqua, LeBron, Tehran. Yeah, Pluto, three billion miles away, man. <laughs> That's awesome, nice. dude. We All flew right. by it 30,000 miles per hour. <laughs> so it's safe <laughs> to say that you're more of a Pluto expert than a Marvel expert? Yeah, yeah. I would, I would um, assert that being correct. 
Well, since, uh, you know, Louis wants to be very talkative right now, we're uh, almost running out of time in our very first show. We want to do our last segment. Uh, last segment will be, uh, Louis actually will be with our, uh, what do you want to call this uh, segment? The, uh, the soccer minute? The, no, uh, it's the, the footy. The footy? The footy, footy talk. The footy talk. So we're running out of time, so we don't have much, much time, but we'll go ahead and uh, this, actually, we have a theme song for him too. Yes, Mr. So, Engineer yeah. over here. Yeah, so I'll just, I'll just go ahead and start off Technical. the segment. No, um, not yet. Hold on. You, you got to have the, the intro. Oh, I'm excited. Dude, he came in so prepared for this, too. Yeah, dude. He did, like, like days of research and just a lot of uh, news to share with us about, you know, the ongoings of soccer in the soccer world right now. All right, go for it, Louis. Man, there's so much news in soccer world right now. Teams getting new players, like the LA Galaxy getting... All right, thank you, Louis. I'm sorry, we ran out of time for today. So I hope oh, you guys man, were able man. to uh, join us for uh, the very first good. episode of the Beta Report. We we're so excited. Finally, we were able to bring this to you guys. Please reach out to us. There's uh, plenty of ways you guys can reach out to us. Louis, please give them... The information for the social media um, All right, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us at thebetareport.com. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash thebetareport. Twitter.com forward slash thebetareport. Instagram.com slash thebetareport. So if you have a hard time finding us, just remember it's at thebetareport. Awesome. So You're please... Good? Reach out to us. Let us know what you guys think about the show. Should we keep Louie or not? Um, should we uh, add more segments? If you guys have suggestions for segments, please let us know. Reach out to us. We really want to hear from you guys. And for the very first episode of The Beta Report, I am Jeff. I am Uno. This is Jay. This is Lou Dog. Until next time, this is The Beta Report. Peace.